Dude, if if my favorite artist had an Instagram podcast like this, I would never leave Instagram. I would just camp out on Instagram and that would be it. They'd be like, what happened to him? He used to be a good person and a good father. Yeah, but then Tom Waits started doing live podcasts on the gram. And now that's all he does is just camp out on the gram. God damn it, really? Hey, everybody. Welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay. I'm not okay. You're not okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. Well, one of my favorite authors is, by the way, welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay, I'm Not Okay, You're Not Okay, where me and my good, good friend, one of my best friends, let's just say it. Let's not get crazy. Let's not get too carried away. Now, Sam Harris, one of my favorite authors, wrote four or five pretty big books, pretty big cultural books. Some of them might even be argued started movements. So he discovered the wonderful world of podcasting, which has basically destroyed his writing career by his own admission. He, you know, he... He gets like a million listens to every episode he puts out. And so to him, taking two years to write a book and then convincing people to buy it and getting it marketed and published and edited no longer makes any sense for someone like him who, which, you know, he, he doesn't write novels. He's, he's a philosopher and a neuroscientist. So he's talking about theories of the mind, religion, politics. It makes no sense for him to write books anymore. Hey, I, and got, I, think, I got some bad news for you. Yeah. Uh, people don't read anymore. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I mean, I'm reading. Look what I, I just got this in the mail right before we started this. I'll show this. This is the definitive uh, Michael Jordan bio. Is that a coloring it's, book? I mean, you can color in it, but <laughs> looks like they've already colored the pictures in. I'm still hanging on to reading. I'm reading a few things right now. I'm reading a really cool book by Howard Bloom, who's a guy who managed a lot of great bands, kind of a Doc McGee character. He managed Michael Jackson. There's a lot of Michael Jackson shit in the book that I haven't gotten to yet. I'm a little trepidatious about that. I'm reading The Jordan Rules. I'm reading a, a book called Ararat. Do you still read? I'm reading some of these comments on Instagram, but I can barely read them because it only lets me read one at a time. And it's the one I'm looking at right now is like half blurred. And then there's a bunch of people that have joined that are waving. Some people are saying they're readers. By the way, we usually do the first episode of the week on Instagram Live. Come follow us on the socials to get involved. Everyone's saying, but I read. No, Here's what no one's going to do. And they might do it now that I'm saying this. No one's going to say, yeah, I don't read anymore. Who's going to admit that? Who's proud of not reading? Uh, people that can't read. Young children, babies. By the way, they're super proud of it. Uh, can I just say this? I know it's a little early because we're still waiting to hear from the judges, but congratulations. Congratulations, Clint. To you, Thank you. and your co-host, Bob Schneider. For cracking the, uh, for finally cracking the code. Uh, scientists and podcasters have been trying for years to crack it, and we just did. Can I stop you there, and can I say something, too? Wait, I would like hold, before you do, though, let me get my ears ready for what you're about to say, because here's what I don't want to have happen. I don't want to have anything slowing the information from you into me. So mm -hmm. hold on. Okay. Let me get my ear cleaners. I, I hired these ladies to clean. Hold this on. This is great for the podcast who can't see you. They're just, if you can't see what's happening, they're diligently cleaning my ear holes. Okay, now please tell me what you're about to say, because whatever you say, there's not going to be anything stopping it or slowing it down in any way. I wanted, I know it was a little rude. I, you were congratulating me and I did interrupt you, but I just wanted to say something. I wanted to congratulate you, Bob oh, Schneider. Okay. Yeah, yeah. For cracking the code, the proverbial code and your co-host Clint Wells. 
I would like to congratulate both of you. I'm not going to say what a lot of people would say in this situation, which was like, well, I, I knew it was inevitable and I knew it was going to happen because that's what people, you know, like somebody will strike gold, like a miner, like an old San Francisco miner. Mm-hmm. Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail, 1842. You see that guy, he's, he's hit a vein of gold and he's like, he knew it would happen. I never gave up. And then he dies. Immediately. Immediately he dies. Because it's hard, dude. It's hard mining for gold in 1842. Anyways, I'm not going to do what that guy did, which is say it was inevitable and I knew it was going to happen. I'm just going to be humble about it and go, I accept your praise, your adulation, and your gratitude with what little there is of my heart that is left. Because there's not much left, dude. Folks done got after it with some forks. Well, we used to call that being ground down. It's called ground down. Yes. My heart got ground down. Well, some might argue, certainly not me, but some might argue that that's what makes your art interesting. But I'm not sure about that. Is that my heart got ground down? Some people think that pain and suffering is a prerequisite for making interesting art, which maybe it is. Maybe it's not, though. I was thinking today, I was listening to, we're in the song group together, right? That many of our listeners will know about. And everyone did a great job this week. I really liked everyone's songs this week. And I did think like, man, I just want to write happy songs from now on, even though I'm scared and I don't feel happy. But you and I, I've told you this privately via text. Can Can I just interrupt you for one second? Only if it's to congratulate me. Congratulations for sharing that information with us because... I appreciate it, and I know everybody else does. And I'm just saying what everybody else is thinking. Content. You're good at writing happy music, though, even when if you're in a season of life. It just felt interesting to me. Like, I just want to write a song about how fucking happy I am. That just felt Can I, fra- can I interrupt? Cool. Can, I, can I interrupt one more time? I hope you will. Can we make content the new word? Because here's what I don't want to ever have to say again. I never want to have to add the you at the end of content. I just want to say, content. Here's what we call that in the biz. What do we call we, it? What do we, we call, what do we call it in the biz? We call it putting the hard abreve on a word. Ooh. Because guess what? Thank you. Me and you, right. two efficient men, two right. grown men, two efficient men. We don't yeah. like to waste time. We no. don't like to get. We don't like to get caught up in no. continuing and continuing and finishing words. We like to put on the hard abreve as often as possible so that we can have more time to create art. Oh, so then it would be contending because we're never right. going to use the you again. We're not right. We're, we're keeping the you out of continue. Correct. In fact, you just broke the rule. But yes, I'm a big fan of the hard abreve. I'm a fan of doing a podcast where half of the podcast is just you signing stuff. Somebody listening to the podcast is like, I don't know what he's pointing at. Please, for God's sake, somebody let me know what he's pointing at because I don't know what he's talking about. You want to take a guess at what the number one in the top 10 things of I, that I have to edit out of our show every week? Me pointing at stuff and not saying what it is? Other than you voraciously masturbating. I have to t- take that out every week, but right. I have to take out me and you taking sips of coffee every 35 fucking seconds. Oh, I know, dude. We have to get coffeeed up. I know we do. Dude, I know. you and me are two engines that could... We're the Go engines on. that we're the engines that could. Go on. Everybody's familiar with the story. There was a train. There was a little train engine, and it had a little face on it. It was on its track, and then all of a sudden there was a little slight incline. It had to go up the track, and it was having a real hard time getting up that track. And then it started coming back down, and then something happened. 
somehow that train got up that track. And then that, and then after that, everybody just referred to that engine, not by the name, like Sam or, or bunny or whatever that fucking train's name was. I've heard us referred to not even as the little, little engine that could, but the little train that did. Yeah. So you and me are the little trains that did that done did that done did it. All right. Let me start again. You and me are the Mm -hmm. two trains Uh that done did it. I agree. (laughs) I agree with that. T at the end. It. (laughs) We did it. (laughs) We did it. But with an extra T. We did it. We done did it. It. And I feel good about that. I feel great about I do that. Too. And th- there was a reason why I was saying that, but I don't know what it is, so it doesn't matter. Who cares? Well, we got some emails if you want to read those. That's usually good for convo. Let's check them out. Well, you can write into us, bobandclint at gmail.com. We read all of these on the show because we love hearing from you guys. And I'm just going to go down the old listy list here. Trenda Osborne writes and says, the subject says, Pearl Jam sucks. You'll be delighted to hear. Catching up with the pod in the pool. A lot of years ago, my best friend took me to see Eddie play the uke in san antonio all i can say is why i'm just meaning eddie vetter just wanted to ask a quick question because we do care about both of your top 1000 bands feelings about you too can you throw on rattle and hum and pretend the 90s never happened thank you both for helping us get through this ridiculously dark summer zip trend osborne atx well right, can i say something yes first of all was that trenda osborne yes Thanks, Trenda, for the email. I did not hear a word of it. Cool. <laughs> at the towards the end of the email, I was like, "Oh, I haven't been listening at all to anything. All I heard was Pearl Jam at the beginning. Then I was can't find a better man because you can't find a better man doing this podcast right now because I've gone and I don't even know where I went. But I left the building. I took a walk around the block, and then I came back at the end of that email, and I was like." Trenda? Did he say Trenda? And that's all I heard. Pearl Jam, then Trenda, and then, so what was the question? Rattle and hum? You're really going to make me read it again? No, I think I, I'm, I actually now I'm, I, I'm, while I was saying all that, I was having some forensic experts go through my brain and see what they could collect. And I did hear that she was a U2 fan and that she wants to put on Rattle and Hum and let the 90s proceed. She's asking if we can throw on Rattle and Hum and pretend the 90s never happened. Oh, does she like Rattle and Hum? It sounds like uh, this is a yeah negative comment about 90s U2, which is easily my favorite era. I'm a huge U2 fan. I don't know where you stand on U2. Let us know. Love U2. They're very earnest. They're very hard on sleeve. And that is that is annoying. They're not, there's not a lot of humor, but undeniable power in that band. No doubt. All right, moving on. Here, you, know what I, you know what I love about U2? Oh, you oh, the band. You can't hate U2. Like, you can hate a lot of bands, but there's nothing you can find about U2 to, to hate. A lot of people hate how political they are and how earnest they are. That's It's annoying. It can be. Oh, hate somebody because they want to feed somebody. Really? <laughs> Come on. Hey, uh, I want to... All right, let me... Here, let's roll out the Irish accents. Oh, here we go. All right, ready? You, yeah. do, you do your Bono, and then I'll do my Bono. Hi, it's me, Bono. Listen, it's me, Bono. I just want to feed the hungry. I'm from Dublin. You monster. <laughs> fucking monster wanting to feed the fucking hungry. 
get the fuck out of here with your hungry feeding ass motherfucker hey i just say listen if don't become a monster to kill a monster i'm bono i'm in popular irish power <laughs> band you two dude every every time you do a different bono i'm like oh he's doing an 80s bono he's doing the 90s bono now he's doing 2000 bono and every time i'm like where's clint where did clint go because now i'm talking to bono and then i look and I can't even believe what's in this part. It's in the eyes. This part is got Clint in it. But then this part, Bono. Clint, Bono. I know it doesn't compute. I get it. I get it. What you're seeing and what you're hearing are two different things. I hear it. I see it. But it's me, Bono. Yeah, we changed it up in the 90s. We got a little bored with waving the white flags at the festivals, and the woman comes up and she cries, and we played a 15-minute song, even though we're supposed to play like five songs. We just played one long song for two chords called Bad. Clint Bono, I've got a question for you. Shoot. Why? I'm going to answer your question with another question. Why not? (laughs) There you go. That's all I needed to hear. That's all I needed. By the way, Clint Bono, congratulations. I think I'd like to accept your congratulations humbly. I'm not going to tell you I knew it would happen. And I'm not going to tell you that I I never gave up because I didn't do those things. I did give up. A lot of people thought you were going to give up, but I'm glad you didn't. I did give up. Oh, you did. (laughs) I didn't. I didn't know that you had given up. Most stories of heroism are littered with tales of actually having given up. Of course, I gave up. It was too hard. (laughs) It was too hard to do. The Joshua Tree was all I had in me. I gave up after that. All right. Well, there you go. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys giving up. And, uh, you know, you have to do what you got to do. Well, thank you, Bobby. All right. Our next email is from my friend Sarah, who I recognize from old old Metal Up Your Podcast. She says, Bob's Freddy Krueger voice. Bob totally needs to do the voiceover for Freddy when my movie is released in Italy. Uh, She wrote a screenplay for a new Freddy movie that apparently has been... Uh, given the blessing by one Mr. Robert England, who plays Freddy Krueger. So nice. he's he read it and uh, and gave his blessing to it. So anyway, she says, hey, it's me, uh, Freddy. I'm going to kill you, capiche? <laughs> Haven't laughed that hard in a while. Love you guys. <laughs> Ciao, babies, Sarah. Oh, nice. Yeah, dude, your Freddy thing had me fucking howling, bro. Well, yeah. You probably don't even remember it. I mean, I do remember it, but I don't remember it. At exactly. All. You're leaning. I, mean, I remember it, but I don't remember it at all. You're leaning far away from the microphone. I can see. I can see that you're no, doing that. I, I might be leaning back, but I, trust me when I say this: you're getting it all. How are we going to get that beautiful ASMWR Bob Bob talking me to sleep vibe? You're getting it all. Trust me when I say this: you're getting it all. And when I say all, I mean everything. Getting it all? Are you sure about that, dude? There's nothing you're not getting. Let me ask you something. Dude, whatever you're about to say, you're getting. You pause? Oh, yeah. I'm putting the hard to breathe on positive, bro. <laughs> Contend. I'm doing, a, <laughs> I'm doing a little thing called a callback. Our next email is from Tim Hope. God damn, we got so many fucking emails. What are we, the biggest podcast on the fucking gram right now? Can I check real quick? Yeah. Can I check the facts on that real quick? I just checked and we are. Let me look in this Michael Jordan book from the late 90s. <laughs> We are the biggest podcast in the world. What page is that? Because I want to look it up in my uh, copy of that coloring book. 482. 482. Okay, let me look here. Can you corroborate that, please? Corroborated. Corroborated. Tim Hof writes, have you guys heard Dub Side of the Moon? Chill. I've heard that. I heard it when it came out. 
I mean, they did a shitload of fucking, they did Dub Side of the Moon, and then that was a big thing, and then everybody and their moms started doing different versions of Dark Side of the Moon. You know what people love? We get this a lot with the Metallica podcast. People just love this. They love a good mashup. They love a good mashup. They love sending them to us. We get people that send us mashups, which I ignore, because I don't like mashups. Couldn't give a fuck. And then the people who send me the mashup say, did you watch that mashup? I like mashup potatoes. You ever seen when Uncle Scrooge swims in an entire pool of his money? You ever seen that? It's an Mm. indelible image. That's me with mashed potatoes. Do you want me to say yes or no? Mm. I want you to say yes. Yes, I have. Well, that's me with mashed potatoes. No, not mashed potatoes. Mash up potatoes. So it's potato. Tell me the difference. Well, so you start with potatoes, right? All right, I'm in. You know, your mom's potatoes. You start with your mom's. Let's not get my mom involved. All right, your dad. Your dad's (laughs) old mashed potatoes. That's better for me. (laughs) So, or his dad's. Or let's say people that roamed the earth 150 billion years ago. Giants. 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 Let's say they're mashed potatoes. Whatever part of history where people were eating potatoes. By the way, guess when that is? Every part of history. There's no part of history where people weren't eating potatoes. So now, all right, so take your <laughs> take your this is a good fashion. history lesson. Yeah, it's, this is a good history lesson, by the way. I'm taking notes in this Michael Jordan book. Can I talk to Clint Bono again? Hey, Bobby, here's the deal. I've got a lot of experience in the recording studio. It's real hard to get a good vocal when you got a lawn, when you got a lawn mowing and a leaf blower outside your house in Dublin, uh, can I? I, talk I, to when th- I remember, re- <laughs> I clearly remember recording where the streets had no name, where the street oh. have no names, and there was a hell of a lawn blower, mower, and a leaf blower and an edger out there. What was the name of the street that streets have no name was based on? No one know. There was no name, Bob, for the street. That's where the song title comes from. Where the streets have no name. It's my hometown in Yonkers. <laughs> The street didn't have Dude, a name. You got a, spe- you got a special guest back there. Hey, Nova. How you doing, baby? I'm just doing a weird voice. That's all for fun. Anyway, back to the streets. It had, they didn't have a name, Bob. So it was hard to tell people how to get to my house. You go here, you turn there. And they'd say, where? And I'd say, well, I can't help you with that particular, with those particulars, because the street has no name where I'm from. Where the streets have no name. I want to run. I want to hide. I want to tear down the walls that hold me inside. Where the streets have no names in Jersey. Another song, big big song for us, With or Without You, which is about my wife and my mother together. Because It's a song about a widow? Widow without you. No, <laughs> not a widow. Widow without you. Is that about that movie Ghost with Patrick uh, Swayze? And Demi Moore? That's Unchained Melody. Oh, I thought it was Widow Without You. Widow Without You. A big song for us, Bob. Big song. I can't live Widow Without You. It's about my old lady. So you're dead and she's a widow? She's a black widow. Spun a web. I got caught in it. That's what that song's about. Widow Without You. Contend. Another popular song on that record was called I Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For. And it's about how when you... When your sock disappears into the dryer and your your wife, who you can't live with or without, says, hey, you find that sock? And you and then I said, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. And history was made <clears throat> that day at the laundromat. Well, I'm a big fan of your band. Um, 
What's the drummer's name again? Adam Clayton? The drummer's name is Larry Mullen Jr. Adam Clayton Who's... plays bass. Oh, he's the bass player. Okay. The fact that I knew anybody else besides The Edge and you is crazy to me. People don't know them as much. They really don't, which is sad. Was was one of the guys naked on Octoon Baby? I feel like I saw one of the guy's penis. Nah, we weren't record. naked, but we were dressed in drag. But there was one guy that I saw his penis, though, on the album art. There's no penis on Octoon Baby, honey. Uh, no, there is, dude. It's one of those albums. You can see his penis. No, I don't believe so. Google, Google that shit. I got it on vinyl right here. Google that shit. Maybe it was the record afterwards. It was the record afterwards. No, that was Zeropa. There's no images. Octoon Baby has a collection of like images is what you're talking about. Yeah, but I'm telling you, there's. I'm looking it up right now. I'm literally... I, do I want to type Octoon baby penis into my search history and then go to jail? All right. So who's the bass player? Larry McMullen? No. No, no, Andy? No. Adam Clayton. Adam Clayton naked. Let's see what pops up here. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not typing that on my computer. I got to. Yeah. Oh, ooh. I'm <laughs> just looking at so much penis. So much penis. Whoa. This is a lot of penis. Yeah, it's on Octoon Baby right here. I'm looking at his penis, dude. Octoon Baby explicit album cover shows Adam Clayton naked. Every time I see a man's penis, it, I, it, uh, ooh, damn. I got to click off of this. There's a lot of, a lot of action on that, <laughs> on that search page. If you don't have safe search on, welcome to the wonderful world of D. Wow, I've never seen that before. It's weird that you knew that information. Dude, I'm telling you, I every celebrity D that I've ever seen in my life is fucking registered right here like a It's like a counter. Click click click. Let me tell click. you what celebrity dick is completely emblazed in my mind traumatically forever. And you're going to know I'll, exactly I'll, No, I'll, I'll tell you what it is. Can I can I take a guess? Or take take a guess. Harvey Keitel. Bad Lieutenant. Uh, oh, I knew it. Dude. I knew it. Him just screaming naked. Ah! There's not. We've talked about this on the podcast. There's not a movie he's made in the last 20 years where you don't see his D. But that one in particular, that movie made me feel horrible. It's amazing. But did you watch the new one with Nicolas Cage? It's pretty good. No, but I love Nick Cage. Dude, you got to watch the new Bad Lieutenant with Nick Cage. Ah, God damn. I don't know if I can take it, man. I don't think I'll ever watch Bad Lieutenant again. Well, watch watch the one with Nicolas Cage is funny, dude. It's worth watching. But it's I probably not it. meant to be funny, right? Oh, no. <laughs> it's not meant to be funny it's like, at all. It's like his Wicker Man. Do you ever see his remake of a Wicker Man? I've never watched Wicker Man. I've seen so many clips of it. I feel like I've seen it. Like, I've seen the parts that I need to see. If you liked Midsummer, I mean, you would really... The Wicker Man's a trip, dude. Christopher Lee, great Christopher Lee role. I feel like I saw it when it came out, and I got freaked out by it. Really creepy. Mid-70s. Anyway, Nick Cage remade that, and it's one of it's similar, it sounds like, to uh, his remake of Bad Lieutenant. It's unintentionally extremely funny. Another big song for us, Bob. Another bit people didn't like our material in the 90s, but I tell you what, we wrote a song called mysterious ways she moves in mysterious ways i'm familiar with this song now that was you too that covered that i thought that was whitney houston for some reason whitney houston was i want to dance with somebody which we also I thought loved. that was about because i remember hearing that song and i go is this about where she has an impacted turd and bobby who is she married to bobby bobby brown it's his prerogative bobby brown, bb so bobby brown and her are 
married, and then he goes in with his finger and pulls a turd out of her butthole. Right? You remember that? Dude, don't even tell me you don't remember that. I, I didn't get that Google alert, but... Just type in Bobby Brown digging into Whitney Houston's A and see what comes up. No. <laughs> I'll never do that. I'll never do it. Did, it feels... you never, did you never... You never watched that reality show with her and Bobby Brown? No. Oh, that show was unbelievable, dude. The fact that they... I know they were doing drugs because they let people film that. Like nobody sober lets them film them doing what they did on that show. It was crazy. What was the show called? I don't remember. It, they were deep in there. They was they were deep into their drug use and they were filming it all. It was so weird. Let me ask you this and we'll end with this. This is an interesting idea. Let's say a, a legitimate network. Pick one. Who gives a shit? Uh, Pick one. The CW. The CW comes knocking. Wait, hold on. Let me pick another one. I don't like CW. Let me pick okay. another one. Pick a good one. Pick one you like. HBO. HBO. Hell yeah. No, let me the, pick another one. Pick one. Pick one you really like. Cartoon Network. No, let me pick another one. Pick a great one. PBS. Okay. That They're legit, dude. That's... Reading they're Rainbow? Too, they're, no, they're too legit to quit. That's public service broadcasting dude pbs wait hold on public service broadcasting public broadcasting service pbs there we go this is what's happening you're sitting at home content and you're like you're like oh fuck oh fuck but the knock wait, has oh, a, is wait has a, is that somebody at the door yeah there's someone somebody, at the door that didn't sound like somebody at the door that sounded like somebody like your kid was hitting the table while you're eating dinner this is somebody at the door ready yeah hold on Who, who the fuck is at the door? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, fuck. Who's at the door? Oh, motherfucker. Who the fuck is that? And it's PBS, and they say, we want to make a reality television show about your life. Mm -hmm. We're going to do it great. It's going to look great. We have the top producers doing it. And we're going to be super unintrusive, as unintrusive as possible, while also really capturing Bishaniz's life. Right. Do you make that show? Hi, Bob. It's us, PBS. We'd love to make a show about your life. We're going to call it Bobby's Bad Brain Bonanza, and it's going to be about your life. I don't like the title already. Well, can it's we just your... call it Bishaniz's Shitty City Schnids? We can absolutely call it that. Okay. After all, it's your life. It's your show. Now, do you make this show? 100%. No, never. Never. No. The answer is no, 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 no. No. Here's what I don't want to do. I don't want a, a camera crew in my house. Because guess what? I had a camera crew in my house a few years ago. You know who it was? It wasn't PBS. It was my son. When he was about five, I gave him a little iPod mini that had a camera. And then he went about creating his own reality show called This Is My Dad. Guess who came out looking like a real shitty father in that reality doc? Your dad. Me. <laughs> his dad. Oh, yeah. He showed me that and I was like, okay, don't let any other cameramen into your house. Because this you look real bad. 
I did not look good in any of the footage. Well, we got to go. Well, let's go. And let's say goodbye to our people here on Instagram. Thanks. It's nice hanging out with you guys. And uh, we'll see you next time. Good night. Bye. All right. Well, we just said goodbye to our Instagram live followers. Go follow us on the socials if you want to be part of that. We're also on Twitter and I believe Facebook. Just look up I'm okay. You're okay. Or Bob and Clint. Of course, that's also the email address at bobandclint at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. Thank you to everyone who supports the show via Patreon. We're going to kick it now to the Secret Weekly. You know the deal. You know the sauce. We'll see you on Monday. Peace. Peace. (laughs) 